What is up, everyone? We are back with another episode of Shaping the Culture. Yo! And we got a special guest with us today. Uh, we got the one and only Sam Coyer with us. How you doing, sir? Man, with a name like Ebenezer, <laughs> you were destined to do great things. Hey, hey, I receive it. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, we've had you on the podcast before, Yeah. yeah. Um, but we're doing it in person, and we got a special occasion this time around. We have your book... Oh man, coming out a greater story, uh, yeah. So wow, tell me bro. a little bit about this. Like, what what inspired you to write a book, bro? I mean, first of all, you came to Atlanta. I did. Yes. I'm just over. Can I? Yes, I know it's COVID season, but I mean, I had to shake his hand. Um, yeah. Bro, I, I'm honored that you're here. It's been a long time coming for us to do this. Yeah, yeah. And I just been watching you explode over the last, is it three years? Something like been? that, yeah, yeah. Last three years, you're everywhere right now. Listen, <laughs> keep listening to Ebenezer. All right, this, shaping the culture. Yeah. I mean, this is the joint. Please, bro, I mean, it's been such a long time yeah. um, coming with this piece. Yeah. And took me about three years, honestly, wow. to make it happen. Mm. Five years ago, or five or six years ago, I was on the Steve Harvey show. Yeah. And met my biological family for the first time. Yeah. After 25 years. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they lied to us, told us that they didn't find anybody. Yeah. That they were going to bring us up to make a plea. Yeah. And, you know, the show went to commercial break. Yeah. Steve Harvey turns on Earth, Wind, and Fire and starts <laughs> being crazy Steve. Yeah. Singing to the audience. Yeah. And then he turns it off. Cameras come back on. He snaps back into character. Wow. And he says, hey, I know I told you your birth mother wasn't here. We didn't find her, but she is. Eleanor, come on out. Yeah. And on national television, man, my mom walks out. Wow. And uh, then three siblings, which me and my twin sister didn't know we had. Wow. Yeah. Out of that space, you know, I've been doing a lot of work with Andy Stanley for a long time. Yeah. In, yeah. in North Point Ministries. Yeah. And Jeff Henderson, who operates one of the campuses, he used to be over all sports marketing at Chick-fil-A. Okay. He said, man, you have to figure out how to tell this story. Mm. Um, and, you know, Andy's big on bottom lines. So, yeah. it's, you know, figure out how to say everything you want to say in one sentence. Yeah. And, and write the message in a way that leads up to that one sentence. Yeah. And so I was asking Jeff, well, what should be my bottom line? Mm. And Jeff, because he's sports marketing, mm -hmm. he thinks in, like, brands. That's just yeah. how he talks. Yeah. He's like, maybe you should name it after or have the same bottom line that we have for the series, which was cast member at the time, yeah. when your story connects to God's story. Mm. It leads to a greater story. Yeah. And I said, Jeff, can I have that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll like, take that right there. Yeah. yeah. I took a greater story, turned it into the brand, turned it into the message. Yeah. And title of the book, bro. It's been crazy. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Um, so I saw the Steve Harvey clip. Yeah. And as soon as he kind of announced that your mom was, your biological mother was there, yeah. the whole atmosphere shifted. And I was fighting back. Thug tears, right. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thug tears. I was trying to hold from like breaking down. Yeah. Uh, what was going on in your head in that moment? Man, I um, it 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 was insane. I um, I didn't know. Um, I really didn't know what to do. And if you if you go back and watch the clip, which you can go back and watch it, just type in Sam Collier, Steve Harvey, and Google. It'll yeah. come up. There's after she comes out. I just I'm like sitting on the couch. I don't move. My sister bust out crying. Yeah. And I just put my head down because I'm thinking, well, 
the audience will think I'm crying. That's good. Mm, <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm trying to tell the story. Um, yeah. But also, bro, like, I, uh, I had a hundred different emotions mm. happening at the same time, and I didn't know which one to choose. Mm, wow. And so um, I'm, like, trying to sort out should I be happy, sad, angry at Steve? <laughs> yeah. You know, what should, this is my mother. What, you know, biological, what do I do? Yeah. My adoptive parents are in the audience. Yeah. I don't want to disrespect that. I mean, right. it's just so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I heard an, the audible voice of God, mm. man. He said to me, and I'm no lie, he said, snap out of it, you're on TV. Wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wake up. Like, Come on, man. Out. Your yeah. biological mother is standing here. Yeah. You need to go over, you need to give her a hug. Yeah. And um, and so I did, man. He said, you know, we'll deal with the emotions later. Mm. Snapped out of it, gave her a hug, and yeah. um, did my best to uh, be Jesus in that moment, man. Yeah. But it was a, uh, it was a lot, bro. Yeah, for sure. Well, for anybody that's familiar with your story, um, you know, you've shared how. Um, you didn't really feel a lack growing up. Like mm-hmm. you had uh, your the, the your parents that adopted you, loved you, and cared for you, and gave you um, an uh, an amazing opportunity yeah. for you to even become the man you are today. Mm. And so, um, speak to that journey of of meeting your biological mother, um, because you were in a place where you felt whole, you felt secure, you felt loved, you didn't feel like you were lacking. Um, why do you think it was important for that moment? And why did you think that you um, you meeting your biological mother was necessary? Man, you know, um, my dad. Now he's you know he's the one that adopted us, but my dad. Yeah. He is. He's always been the leadership type. Yeah. So even when we were younger, he was like, you know, you need to do this, and you need to go here, and you need to have this. Yeah. And my dad, it, you know, it was him. Mm-hmm. I mean, we would we would have never. Let me let me not say never. Pro- I, I probably would have been. 50 yeah. or 60 yeah. before I said, you know what? I should probably go and mm. try to find our parents. Yeah. Like, just, just to know where you come from. Yeah. Because adoption was done so well, I always say it fills the holes that you mm. may have. Yeah. Because, you know, we, I mean, one, we look like our adopted parents. Yeah. Um, and, and so nobody ever knew we were adopted because mm. we looked just like them. Yeah. And so we found out, we really found our identity in them. So yeah. we learned how to be a man, my sister a woman, so on and so forth. Yeah. And so it was my dad that said, it's yeah. time. Yeah. And we trusted my dad. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I mean, sure. Yeah. I didn't, I, I didn't care either way. Yeah. Not, I, you know, I, I was excited, but then I was also like, you know, if we don't do it right now. So I really left it up to my sister, yeah. who did it because of the TV thing, yeah. but she didn't want to do it. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I, I'm glad it happened. Yeah. My dad was right. Yeah. Just because of you know certain housekeeping things like what kind of sickness runs in my family. Mm. You know, found out my dad, my biological dad, had diabetes. Mm. He passed from COVID nineteen a couple months ago. Man, I'm sorry. Which about is just that. it's all yeah. good. It's, I never yeah. met him. Talked yeah. to him twice. Yeah. Um, it was it, you know what it felt a little bit like. Um, a soldier dying. Mm. You know how at church it's Veterans Day and yeah. you have all the veterans stand and you celebrate those that have given their life. It kind of felt like that. It was sad, mm. but it wasn't. Um, it mm. wasn't like my adoptive dad dying. You know, mm. like because yeah. that's my dad. You know, but yeah. it was still. I still felt. Still felt like something was leaving me. Yeah, um, and leaving the earth. So, yeah. um, so that was that. But it was my It was my adoptive dad. It was his thing. Yeah. And, uh, so we trusted him. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Um, since that moment, what has God been doing in your life? Because I feel like mm. there's been kind of like a shift in yeah. 
the purpose even that God has given you, right? <laughs> um, you've got a whole book oh my God, <laughs> coming bro. out a greatest story. Um, and just how you've seen how as unique as your story is, God was weaving it together for his glory and for his plan and for this greater story at hand. And so what are some of the things that the Lord has been showing you and doing in your life and positioning you in um, to, to kind of tell about his name and his glory and his, oh. yeah. Man, you know, I always say you have your plans. <laughs> yeah. And then God has his, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you, and every now and then I think he'll take our, you know, our strategies that sometimes they come from him. Sometimes it's us trying to decipher what he's trying to do. Yeah. Um, this book, this strategy, this campaign, whatever. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't something that I had planned. Mm. Like, I'd never yeah. planned that we'd be on Steve Harvey's show. Yeah. Our biological, you know, family would show up. Yeah. I would tell the story. You know, people would be crying. I just mm. never, you know, we did it at Hillsong Australia recently. Yeah, I saw it. And Sam, you've been blowing up. Bro, it's been, it's been <laughs> I was like, bro, this, this like, man is on Hillsong. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, Bro, when you have, you know... <laughs> Australians who, yeah. I mean, I've never met them. When you have them sending you DMs mm. going, I mean, I don't even know if they know who Steve Harvey is. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they might. Yeah. They're like, your story, thank you. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that's when you know it's God. And, you know, I, I never thought that we would be here. Yeah. And I never thought that this plan, would, that this would happen yeah. and this would turn into this. And so when we started seeing how the story was impacting people, I said, we should probably put some legs behind it. Mm. I think this is what God wants. So yeah. I started the TV show. Yeah. I started the podcast. Yeah. People, what people don't know is they think that I wrote the book based on the podcast. Right. But I actually started the podcast based on the book. Wow. Because I, I thought, okay, we need to write a book about this wow. one day. Yeah. Hopefully one day turn it into a movie. Yeah. And so on wow. and so forth. Yeah. So I'm like, why don't we start at least leading, telling the story yeah. and interviewing other people about their stories? It just took me forever to get the book deal. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just yeah. kept doing the show and it yeah. just kept getting bigger. I was just like, yeah. Um, wow, and so yeah. um, it's just been, it's been wild. I feel like the Lord wants to take this story to as many places as possible. Yeah. Not because of me, but because of what it shows what he can do yeah, yeah. with um, with a broken life mm. um, and with a broken man that gives his life to Christ and with a family that is just determined um, to do their best that he can come in and rewrite our story. He can turn our mess into a miracle. Which I'm sure you know about so because you preach and you teach and I've been watching some of your messages. I (laughs) know like you you be going in and uh, so man that that's uh, that's um that's what that's what I see man in terms of this campaign, this book, this story. Hopefully those that are adopted yeah. or who have adopted yeah. um, get inspired by what can happen yeah. when you step into a mess, in yeah. a sense, and leverage your resources and time for someone that needs it the most. And and hopefully kids that are adopted or adults that were adopted that are still working through their story mm. um, start to learn or even understand that it doesn't matter how your story starts. Yeah. It's how you you know, how it ends. Yeah. It's how, it doesn't matter the cards you've been dealt. It's how yeah, you play the hand. Exactly. And it's your decision. Yeah. You don't have to be a victim wow. of your environment yeah. or of your circumstances. You can rewrite your story. I got a friend who's out in, uh, he's in Nairobi, Kenya. Mm. And usually when I start talking about a greater story and that God can rewrite your story, he can take a mess or a miracle. He can, yeah. uh, I start getting the question, well, 
That's great for Americans. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's not extreme poverty, right? Mm. They start going to Kenya. They start yeah. going to uh, Ethiopia. Some of these, yeah. some of these places yeah. that where things are. I mean, it's extreme poverty. Mm. People living in huts. Yeah. And no electricity. Yeah. Having to walk a mile for water and so on and so forth. Yeah. They say, well, that principle doesn't work there. Mm. And I always tell them the story. Um, about my friend out in Nairobi who grew up outside of Nairobi. Mm. Um, eight brothers and sisters. Wow. And I mean, extreme poverty. They mm. lived in a hut, eight, mm. nine, nine of them. His, his mom has eight mm. and he takes care of her now. Mm. Um, but he now operates one of the largest nonprofits in Kenya. Wow. President, 100 staff, 100 to 200 wow. staff members. Yeah. Caring for victims of AIDS and yeah. HIV. Yeah. Um, He's always back and forth between the states. Yeah. Has his master's degree, wow. preaches. I mean, it's just like, yeah. but grew up yeah. almost 40 years ago. Yeah. We're talking about poverty now. It was even more mm. so back then. Yeah. In an underdeveloped world. Yeah. Um, where, where people were going, God can't do anything from here. Mm. And I, I asked him, I said, man, what was the difference? Because his brothers and sisters still live there. Yeah. They, but they grew up in the same house. Yeah, yeah. Had the same access to you know, a lack of resources. Yeah. I said, what was the difference between you and them? He said, I just, when I gave my life to Christ, wow. he said, but I made a decision that this wasn't it for me, mm. that there was mm. more. Yeah. And he came, yeah. and with the power of God, I don't think you can do it aside from God. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but, um, <laughs> yeah, he gave his life to Christ and from a small, minuscule, mm. no hope filled yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah. Rewrote his story. Yeah, yeah. And if he can do it, yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter where you are. Yeah, whether you're good, in man. the depths of Asia, Australia, yeah. Africa, yeah. you God can He can do amazing things. Yeah, so that's no. just what I want to say. Man, you preaching? <laughs> <laughs> I just want yeah. to say, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a no, greater story for us. Yeah, like l- let me ask you that because I think sometimes when you're in the middle of it, it's mm. so hard mm. to see it. I know. You know, God does turn the mess into a miracle, mm-hmm. but that in-between phase yeah. is kind of like, okay, God, I know what yeah. you can do. I've yeah. seen you do it for Sam, mm. uh, but what is this really looking like for me? Like, how did you have faith in the middle? Mm. What does it look like to hold on and believe <laughs> that there is a greater story being Ooh. written? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because God is purposefully using every, like, detail for this big picture but we're in the middle of it and thinking this is useless Mm. there's no purpose here Mm -hmm. this is another wasted i mean we're in covid season 20 is 2020 is wasted 2020 is over like how could we in the middle say no 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 no. i think god is writing a bigger story Mm -hmm. here and i need to be faithful to this even if it seems a little bit difficult yeah man i am i write about this a lot in the book yeah um and that's why I'm glad you asked me because I love to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, one of my favorite passages, and I'm not going to exegete the tag, <laughs> yeah. but I will say... Come on, brother. Is, <laughs> Come on, bishop. I'm not, I'm not. That's why I want church people. As a man thinketh, so is he. Mm. And obviously, one of my other passages that... I mean, these are foundational scriptures for me yeah you know don't be conformed to this world but be transformed yeah by the renewing of your mind yeah there's something extremely powerful about 
your mind mm. and what you decide to look at. Colossians mm. always talks about set your mind on things above, uh, right? Yeah. Not it's all, all these passages in scripture that's like your mind makes the difference. Your yeah. mind makes the difference. Where you look, yeah. how you what you see, yeah. how you think. Yeah, yeah. Um, it really paints the principle that how you think yeah. changes how you live. Wow. And yeah. can even change where you live yeah. and how life around you impacts you and how you impact life. Wow. It's like the, the power of your mind. You mm. change your mind, you change your life. Mm. And I think for me and my story, but then also for all of us that are in the mundane middle, that are in COVID season right yeah. now, people that have lost their jobs and lost uh, family and lost businesses and all these things, yeah. you know, I, th- I think the power is in how you view it mm. and how so you good. think through it. I always yeah. say, people always ask me about, because we used to do a lot of work in the inner city. Yeah. I mean, poorest parts of America and Atlanta and New York and all these other things. Like, yeah. And we would talk to kids that, you know, parents experience extreme abuse, grow up in poverty, do this. Um, I would say to them, they, how do you help somebody out of poverty? The only thing that can help someone mm. get out of poverty for real mm. is a vision. Mm. It's a vision. Mm. If they can see beyond where they are, it's good, man. It's good. then they can get from where they are to somewhere else. And then yeah. we talk about my it's friend good. out in Nairobi. That's, yeah. He just saw yeah. something different. So even in the midst of COVID-19, yeah. can you see? Yeah, it's good, bro. Can yeah. you imagine? Yeah. Like, can yeah. I just be, I'll just be transparent. Yeah. Yeah. At the beginning of COVID-19, you know, I, I speak. That's yeah. like a large part of my income. Yeah. Bro, the speaking industry shut down. Bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was overnight, but... Thank, thank God for certain retainers that I had with certain yeah. organizations. Yeah. But, I mean, you're talking about, you. some people, I mean, I got a friend that hasn't made $1 since March. Wow. It's now, when we're doing this in July, it's July. Yeah. $1. Yeah. Because, but, but was prospering at a high level. Doing the, for me, bro, I, yeah. I was forced the first two weeks to go, mm. what am I going to do? Mm. Mm. You know, how, and I, I, because I'm such a big proponent of the mind, the mind, yeah. the mind. I said, you know what? There, there. I started looking for the opportunities, and mm. what I really, I, I've been preaching a message lately on COVID, and people have been asking me, "What's your message in the middle of this season?" Mm. And what the Lord began to show me, even like within the first weeks of COVID, yeah, um, was that there was extreme loss. Mm. I mean, businesses even down the street from me that's been for twenty years closing mm. their doors, mm. and while their doors were closing, Zoom stock was mm. through the roof. Yeah, and so I'm like, wait, how? So he started showing me that in the midst of these changes and these calamities, there are challenges, but then there's also unique opportunities. The question, though, is do you Mm. you see it? It's like it's the the church that is still trying to figure out, should I do online ministry? It's like, ah, it's like, of course, right? I mean, of course you should be doing it. And I think even now in this season, it's like if you weren't doing anything online, you started. You got to do it now, yeah. But for the ones like Life Church and the one church, Mike Todd, who have have prospered at such a high level during the season, it's been the ones that even before now Mm. saw the opportunity online. Three, four, five, Life Church was like the first 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, and were prepared for it, they, but they saw the opportunity. Yeah. Um, and, and so the ones that can see mm. are the ones that mm. are never limited. Mm. You're never limited mm. by your circumstances wow. if you can see it and look at it differently. Yeah, right? I, that's that's okay. a word. That's a, 
Yeah. Just, can you <laughs> yeah. see is the question. Yeah, anyway, yeah. don't get me. Before you get no, it. no, man. This is this is. I didn't know we were gonna go to church. I thought we, <laughs> thought we were gonna talk well, about. I knew the... you was a pastor, so I was like, it's gonna happen today. Right? <laughs> it has to, right? It, it just it's set but up. But that's all like, in the book, bro. Like yeah. it is a. It's about. It's my story. Yeah. But when when I did the book deal, Baker, um, and I and I agreed with them. They said, you know, we we don't want this just to be your story. We want wow. it to be like a message for people because mm. how many of us I mean and again I think you can learn so much from biographies and autobiographies yeah. but how many of us have been reading something about somebody else's life and we just can't connect it mm. to ours I know for me I've, it's hard for me to read biographies sometimes just because I'm like yeah. well, what does this mean now yeah. obviously for somebody I love yeah, that yeah. I'm like oh I see my Will Smith yeah. Michael Jordan yeah. you know yeah. T.D. Jakes yeah. then I'm like ah I'm pulling out messages but <laughs> yeah but I wanted to write it in a way to where it was half narrative, so you can learn mm. something from the story, and half message, That's half so preaching. Good. So we talked so much about this. Though. Yeah, I love it. I mean, the word says, my people perish because Ooh. of lack of vision. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, you know, it, it really is how you see it. Um, you know, I, you know I, I, I taught from Second Chronicles a couple of weeks ago, the story with Jehoshaphat. Come on, and how he was up against a vast army, yeah. and we just kind of looked at his prayer. And what's interesting to me is he didn't even get into the problem until six, seven verses down the prayer. Mm. He starts off talking about the magnitude of who God is. Mm. And like one thing that really encouraged me is he didn't focus on Double. who was against him. He was focusing on who was with him. Ooh. You know what I mean? And so, <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah. God is with us. He is with us. Come on. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, speak to that. I mean, like you are, I've, I've just kind of had the, the privilege and opportunity to just kind of watch from afar. Yeah. And I've seen just God do amazing things in and through you the last couple of years. We've kind of been following each oh, other. We're so, we friends. I mean, we're brothers. Yeah. I was like, come on, come on, you got to come to <laughs> Yeah, no, I was like, I have to come to Atlanta for this. Yeah. Means the world. And Means so, world. speak to that a little bit. Like, when you have the right focus, when you have the right mindset, when you believe your story is connected to a greater story, mm-hmm. what God can do. Wow, bro. Because I, I've just, I've been encouraged by what God has been doing through you. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I think it was like a couple of years ago, I saw an interview with you and the truth. And I was like, who is this guy, Sam? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm a podcaster and I'm, you know, I'm trying to figure out this world. Yeah. And ever since then, I'm like, man, I've just seen God elevate and open doors. And this past weekend, you're speaking to... Hillsong and you know what I mean and so just speak to how you can trust that God is up to something great yeah man I am I think there's so many again we talk about vision and how you see yeah you know I'm uh, the seminarians have a term called imaginative reading Mm. which you may know about this Mm. um and as I've been even diving into scriptures imaginative reading is this concept um that says it's a, it's an approach to how you read the Bible. Yeah. So it says I don't just read the sentences as just sentences. I imagine yeah. what the text is trying to tell me, and I'm looking. I'm I'm looking at it in a different way. It's to talk about how you see. How yeah. You, and so I think how people view the word in the Bible mm. plays such a big role in how they view their life. Wow. How do you, how you just view <laughs> the text, right? Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you can you can read about. God parting the Red Sea. Yeah. Right? And you yeah. can just read that as, oh, God did that cool. But most, or you can see that, oh, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> yeah. The God that is in my life. Wow. Come on, man. Yeah. 
parted the Red Sea. Yeah. And yeah. if he did that for Moses and Come he's on. still alive today. Yeah. Yeah. What can he do for me? Yeah. Yeah. So there are good. some people that, that read the Bible and they read it as an oppressive document. Mm. They read it as from a place of suffering mm. and like, it's okay. We all have to suffer. And Suffering is included in the gospel. We yeah, see that. Yeah. Then there are others that read that in spite of the suffering, God, it can still do miracles. Yeah. You can look at the life of the apostles. We preach that. Yeah. <laughs> you can on. look at the life of the apostles, yeah. and you can see that they were martyred, many of them. Mm. Or you can see that they also did miracles. Like, it depends on where you yeah, look, yeah. how you see, yeah. and, and how that applies to your life. And I think with us living in a New Testament world... Mm. Um, we 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 weren't living at the establishment of the church, mm. but we're living in the result of the establishment yeah, of the church. And now it's the Great Commission, yeah. and so it's like, you know, what what does God want to do yeah. now? Yeah. I just and I just tend I, I recognize that there's pain and there's all, but I also recognize that God wants to do great things yeah. through our lives. So good. And I'll say it this way. <laughs> So good. There was a day, bro, that I was just like, how come, how come all of the non-believers have so much fun? Wow. Yeah. I just didn't make sense to me. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. God, do you just like, is being a Christian, does yeah. that mean that I yeah, yeah. shouldn't build big things? Wow. Does that mean that come on, man. I just want to be man. Like, how yeah. are they? Yeah, yeah. And and God had to talk to me one day. He was just like <laughs> No, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the question is the motive, yeah, and the reason, yeah. Obviously, he talks about love of money is root all, yeah, you yeah. know. But at the same, like, the organizations that are changing mm. the world mm. have mastered the ability, yeah, of raising money. Mm. Let's talk about it. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think people know churches from all around the world that are doing big things. It yeah. takes money, money to do ministry. It does. Yeah. The question is, is why are you pursuing it? Yeah. And what are you doing with it? Yeah. But God is not like it. it, it will, <laughs> I'm not using Will Smith as an example. Um, <laughs> Let's not, not get an entanglement here. Right? I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. the people of the world. Uh, should not be the only ones building big things. Yeah. Because the Lord showed me. Yeah. The enemy has so much rain on the earth mm. because he has taken biblical principles mm. and leveraged them with a different why in mind. Yeah. Mm. And so wow. yeah. you have mm. hip hop stars and, and again I love hip hop so I'm not this is not a bashing of it. Let's yeah. just I'll be real for a second. Yeah. It's like when you think about the messages that are shaping the world that we're living in, yeah. they have so much money behind them. Yeah. And they understood the concept of building big things yeah. and leveraging personalities and brands yeah. to get a certain message out. Yeah. They yeah. and they, they're not afraid of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Lord showed me when he said, You're so y'all y'all are so focused debating on like uh, should you have big stuff that the enemy is so far ahead of you. Yeah. Because y'all arguing with one another about whether we should have a building yeah. or <laughs> yeah. whether we should build these things or, or is money house. It's like, no, like understand the purpose of it, but yeah. build big things yeah. for God. Yeah. It's good, man. And, when, yeah. and what I found is that when you run after that yeah. for Jesus, yeah. Yeah. not just to have a whole bunch of possessions and nothing yeah. God, yeah. but when you build it and you use it for Kenya yeah. and for Nairobi yeah. and for, you know, uh, Rwanda and yeah. for these areas and, 
and even in corporate America to shift things. Yeah. He will he he'll meet you there. Yes, good man. That's and so and good. that's what he is. And so I just want to encourage everybody out. It's not yeah. this is not the prosperity gospel. No, no, yeah, yeah. At all. Yeah. We're not saying if you do this, this is gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> I think what we're saying is is that you have to be faithful to God. Yeah. You have to know why he's put you here, and you have to leverage everything in your life good, for man. the sake of the gospel. I mean, the mm. the, the, the the whole idea of the Great Commission. Mm. Is that we would go to all the world. Yeah. We can't go to all the world if yeah. we don't build big things to go to the world. Yeah, it's good, man. Yeah. And so anyway, bro, you got me. That's a great. A, that's what I mean by a greater story. It's like he yeah. wants us to grow. Yeah, yeah. For the kingdom. Yeah. Well, here, I mean, here's the thing. If we don't even believe that God has a greater story for us, <laughs> <laughs> how can we pursue that? Right. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean. Yes. And so I, I think like we got to take more risks. Yeah. I think we can't be afraid of failing. You know what That's I mean? Right. Um, we got to be willing to drive to Atlanta. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, where do you live? Where do you live? You Minnesota. Me. I yeah. got to come up. Yeah. Minneapolis? I got you. Yeah, Minneapolis. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay Come okay, through. Okay. Yeah. Uh, spe- I, I got a, I got a couple more questions bro, for I'm you. In. This is I'm good. In, bro. Yeah. It's me and you. Yeah, yeah. Like you from you I came from this. Minneapolis. I'm like we sit now. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk. Yeah, for sure. I I, I think that like. You know, you hit on a, such a lot of good points. And even on the drive here, me and my friends, we were talking about, um, you know, why is it that as Christians, we're afraid to dream big? Mm. Like, if we believe, like, God is big. I mean, mm-hmm. when you look at all our heroes in the Bible, they took massive risks because they knew that their God was huge, mm-hmm. you know? And so um, in your own life, what what has that been like for you? I don't know if you touch on this in the book, but... The, the journey to believe that your story is connected to a greater story. Mm-hmm. Uh, what like what has that process been like for you to be like, oh, this is bigger than me. This is not just about my life. Yeah. Like God is actually authoring. I mean, the Bible says he is the author and the perfecter, right? right. And so like he's, right. he's doing something here that is, and here's the thing, I really believe, you know, when you're about his glory, when you're about his story, we can't lose. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what, I mean, that doesn't mean we don't take losses. It means in the greater scheme of things, there is no L for us, you yeah. know? And so speak to that, that moment where you realize, wow, this is, this is bigger than my life. Yeah. This is bigger than my story. This yeah. is, this, there is a greater story yeah. at hand, and I'm going to go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, you know, um, I'll, in, I'll tell you kind of in steps. I think, mm. you know, before I got with Andy Stanley. Yeah. And, you know, we are in, even in the process, me and my wife, of uh, planning a church probably wow. in 2021. Wow. If COVID is over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're praying. Yeah. Like, if COVID is over, and I'll yeah. say this to you, nobody knows. Wow. I'm, I'm leaking big. it more, and we'll mm. talk more about who we're doing it with. We're not going to do it alone. Mm. And, um, but... Just with all the journey that I, the, the journey I've been on. Before I was with Andy, I was with Ebenezer Baptist Church, which was down MLK's church. Yeah. And before that, I was with New Birth, mm. which was Bishop Eddie Long. Mm-hmm. Twenty-five thousand member church. I write about him in the book. Mm. Um, and the hard season that New Birth walked through mm. with the scandal and some other things. Yeah. But before all of that, bro, mm. like the first time I heard the message of the kingdom. Yeah was at New Birth, and um, it just wrecked me, bro. Mm. Like, the idea that salvation is the door mm. to the kingdom. Mm. But then after salvation, there's so much more. Yeah, there's yeah. this idea of 
you know, we go back, jump back to Genesis one twenty six and make man his image that we would have in his likeness, yeah, and we would have dominion, right? Yeah. That we would basically take care of the earth, yeah, and dominate it, yeah, in such a way that we usher in, you know, as it is in heaven, come right? On, I mean, come on, like, yeah, we yeah. We start talking about the 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 essence of the kingdom, come on, you know, the gospel yeah. of the kingdom, yeah, which. Jesus talked about so much. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's just yeah. like, what does that mean? Yeah. And obviously we know it's the Great Commission. Obviously we know God has done something great in the world and Jesus gives his life. But it is also the announcement of a revolution. And the mm. revolution being that there is a greater power here yeah. that we all tap into. Yeah. And we are now seeing glimpses of heaven on earth mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. we were to usher it in. Yeah, yeah. And... It, it'll be, a, you know, the dispensation of time that we find ourselves in as humans before he comes back. Yeah. We'll be making the world more like him and more like him and more like him. And then ultimately, boom, he shows up. Yeah. And everything flips on its head and we start over again. Yeah, right? I mean, it's yeah, just, yeah. That's our hope. Yeah. That Jesus, yeah. God will return. It'll be a new heaven, new earth. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it was in the understanding of the kingdom. Mm. That, so good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We aren't just supposed to be out here trying to get people saved. Yeah, Even yeah. though we are supposed to be getting people saved. Yeah, it's part of it, yeah. We're supposed to be getting people saved, mm. making disciples to make the world more like Christ. Yeah. And usher it in for him. Yeah. Um, I think. That's good. When I just started to understand the, the mm. idea of the Great Commission and the Kingdom Responsibility, like, yeah. I was like, mm. What am I doing with my life? Yeah. Every moment counts. It's good. Yeah. And it's rooted in the gospel. It's mm -hmm. rooted in all of that. Yeah. But now I've got to now leverage. I mean, we talk about Jesus gives us so much the talents. Yeah. And, yeah. and now it's like, wait, he gave him five. He gave him ten. He won. And yeah. He took his five, ten, ten, twenty, one. He took it away because he didn't do anything. It's like, yeah. wait, God wants me to maximize what's in my hands. Yeah. Yeah. For the sake of the it makes sense. It's yeah, like yeah, for yeah. the sake of the kingdom. Yes. Yeah. And when you start to really understand and realize that we actually have the ability to make the world mm. um, more light. In a sense, if, I, if you understand what I, what I mean Absolutely, by that, yeah. we are able to illuminate the darkness, yes, that yes. the stuff that we see that, that, that's wrong, yeah, yeah. we can leverage our life and make a difference. Yeah. I can transform cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, yeah, come what on. am I doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's Absolutely, what I go back yeah. to my, because people hear that, and we are American. Again, I go back to my friend in Kenya. Yeah. Who saw the responsibility Come on, man. and the opportunity? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I know people listen listen to this all around the world because you know you put this out and it just starts going places. Yeah. You're like, how did, they, how did I end up in Australia? Like, <laughs> yeah. Who's listening where? Yeah, it's like it doesn't matter where you are. Yeah, it's good, man. You get a a, a, a hold of that gospel. Oh Life changing. Yeah, you get a revelation of the kingdom. Yeah, and the Holy Spirit meets you on some crazy mountain somewhere. Mm. And you and you start dominating Earth yeah. for the sake of the gospel. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's good, man. So, bro, once I got a picture of that at New Birth, and things just started growing, I started meeting more people that were doing it. Yeah. Um, and just I just started asking the question, what mm. what can I do? You know, Will Smith says I'm going back to Will Smith. Yeah. He's I don't know if Will's a Christian or not. I think he grew up Christian. I don't even know if he believes in. Yeah. Um, we know he's not necessarily pushing a Christian agenda, so yeah. on and so forth. But, I mean, for many of us, Will Smith was... A hero. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. And he said something that was so interesting to me. He said... Um, his dad was teaching him a lesson, and 
This was before the entanglement. <laughs> before the entanglement documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. The 15-minute entanglement documentary on Red Table. Yeah. He was doing a Red Table on, I think it was on Father's Day. Yeah. He said, you know, his, his dad took him through this example, um, and they built a wall over it. But he said, I learned that nothing was impossible. Mm. His wife, you know, Jada's like, what did that teach you? He's like, yeah. I learned that nothing was impossible. Yeah. And I didn't receive that from a... Christian perspective, I was out because I didn't take. I didn't think he was saying it from that perspective. Yeah, yeah. But the question in my head started to be, now why does he believe that? Wow. And I don't believe. Wow. Like it was wow. just. Yeah, yeah. How can he grab? And I just started thinking about so many people. I'm like, wait, that's a kingdom principle. Yeah, yeah. What is getting in the way? Yeah. Of us believing that. Yeah. I mean. Through Christ, all you know, we yeah. can do all things through Christ. But, yeah. but like, yes, yeah, good. But I don't know that we really believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that we're like, oh, I don't know. And it just hit me again. I said, you know, that's that's a Christian idea. Yeah, yeah. All this, all things are possible. Yeah, nothing is impossible with yeah. God. I mean, if we believe in spiritual gifts, yeah, at all, yeah, yeah. It's like all things are possible. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Greater work shall we do? Yeah. What does that really mean when we start? Yeah. Like, and we start. So anyway, bro. I, so All of good. these things for me, yeah. you know, once I started to grasp it, it was like, no, like there is mm. a greater mm. story on, man. Yeah. that I am attached to that yeah. God is already telling. He doesn't need me to tell it, mm. Mm. but he gives me the opportunity to participate. Yeah. And I'm like, if I'm going to participate, yeah. I'm going all in. Yeah. And bro, the more, the more you get around these people that, you know, the Billy Grahams of the world. Yeah. People that did great exploit. People don't even know. Billy Graham was from some small mm. town, yeah. country, back roads, yeah. 30 member church. Yeah. And, and went on to be one of the greatest Come on, evangelists. Come on. And people, yeah. people are, you know, people are like, that's what I'm like, how are you, how yeah. are you questioning yeah, yeah. if God wants you to do big things? Yeah. Of course he does. Yeah, yeah. He, he was the author of big things. Yeah, yeah. The problem is, is that we demonize big things. Wow. Because the enemy has also done big things. Yeah. And we haven't. Yeah. So then we go, well, I don't want to be like him. Yeah. I don't want to be like him. And it's like, no, you don't need to be like them. Yeah. But don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, it's good. Big man. things are God's idea. Come on, man. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyway. Good. That's a word. Yeah. I'm in, bro. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> I, I, yeah, you said so many beautiful things. I think for me, what discourages me from stepping on and doing big things is looking at where I'm at. Mm. But like you said, you you brought up uh, Billy Graham. But like even Jesus, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like this, this is Joseph's boy we talking about. You know what I mean? Come on. They they missed something great because of where it came from. Mm. You know what I mean? And I feel like um, we. <laughs> no, that's so yeah, and and I think that that's an encouragement. But even like the the parable with the talents you brought up, like that the guy that just had one buried it. And I wonder how many Christians are looking at the little that they have and burying yeah. it, not knowing that it's a seed. It's a yes, yes. Not you know? knowing it's a seed. Not Sorry, knowing. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. No, this is good. This is good. Yeah. And so I'm encouraged by you for. I mean, you're talking kingdom talk. You know I what know. I mean? I'm <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no way you can <laughs> try to build the kingdom and not expect big things. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no way. Like you talked about planting a church. We planted a church back in August. And 
You I, did? You and your wife? Uh, I'm I'm single. Yeah. You single? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. But, yeah, we planted parents in church. Married. <laughs> I don't know. Ladies. <laughs> He's single. Single. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> um, but I always tell this to everybody. I the most I've ever seen God move in my life was the moment I stepped out in faith and 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 said, "Let's plant this church." Jesus. Like, and I was like, I, I often wonder how many things we're missing or how many things we will never see because we haven't taken that first step. Mm. And it's like, God is on the other side. Now, it might not look like how you planned it, how you envisioned it, but it's like taking that step and letting God meet you on the other side. Mm-hmm. And so, man, that's that's so good. I got one more question bro, for I'm you. In, we, could, we could do I'm this in. all day. You yeah. tell me what you need, what you want. <laughs> I'm going with you. Um, you know, in, in, in your book, A Greater Story, with your podcast, and you mentioned you even want to turn this into a movie. Um, what is the message you want to give to whoever is listening right now, to whoever will be reading this book, to whoever, we're, we're talking future here, would watch the movie. What, what's the win? What, what do you want people to take away hmm. um, as they read your story and God's greater story in that? Ooh. Bro, let me, let me see. Let me see. Yes, sir. This yes. is, I want to. Listen. Listen. You better cop it. <laughs> Get it. Um, I um, mm. what I would love for people to what I would love for people to take away from this, bro, is that God can do anything. Mm, mm, mm. Me an emotional thing about it. Mm. God can do anything with your life. Yeah. He's, now, he's not going to do what he hasn't designed, but for many of us, yeah. you know, Bishop T.D. Jakes mm. often says the graveyard mm. is the wealthiest place in America mm. because the graveyard is filled with people mm. that didn't believe that more was possible. Wow. And so they doubt businesses in them yeah. and dreams. Yeah, yeah. And albums, yeah, in yeah. books, in movies, and yeah. revolutions yeah. that God wanted to do, yeah. Yeah. but He couldn't do mm. because mm. they didn't believe that He could. Mm. And I want people to walk away yeah. with with this when they read it. I want them to read a story about God doing the impossible, yeah. but I also want them to be encouraged to maximize what God has put in their hands. Yeah. That no matter where they live, no matter where you live, no matter what you're going through, no matter where you started, God can take the seed that is on the the inside of you and turn it into a garden. He can can birth revolutions Mm. through you if you just believe. I think God's waiting on people that have enough faith, Mm. as small as a mustard seed, Mm. right? Yeah, yeah. To, to plant it in belief mm. and let it sprout wow. into miracles. Yeah. God is in the miracle business. Yeah. You don't just have to be a victim yeah, yeah, of where yeah. you are. Yeah. God wants to take you from there, yeah, yeah. and he wants to do greater exploits, yeah. not just for you, Come on, man. but for the kingdom. Mm. T- the time is up yeah. of kingdom people playing small. Wow. We yeah. got to stop playing small, man. Yeah. I'm getting passionate about it because <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. I'm just like, the enemy doesn't play small. No, he doesn't all. play small. Yeah. Yeah. And because we've been playing small, he has been winning over many of us. Mm. And 
I just I get inspired by those people that have a revelation of the gospel and of the kingdom. Yeah. That refuse Come on, man. to 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 succumb mm. to this belief that God is small. Mm. Yeah. But that he will do great things. Yeah. Get the book. Get it. That's good. But don't just get it. Live greater. Mm. Reach higher. Yeah. Run faster. Yeah. And yeah. watch God do great things. Yeah. Man, that was inspirational. <laughs> I feel I feel like I'm ready to change the world. <laughs> Woo, I'm ready, bro. Let's go. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time. You. Man, get the book August 4th, 2020. It's out. It's probably out right now as you're it's, watching I think this. It might be out right now, bro. Yeah. Cop the book. It'll bless you. Uh, thank you for your faith and for your boldness and for your willingness to share your story and letting that bless mm. whoever the Lord may choose to bless. And so we love you. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you for being Thanks, unshaped bro. in the culture. Ebenezer! <laughs> Sam! <laughs> <laughs>